Yeah, the good news is now that recording probably starts with what you just said about. Oh, Cop- great. He'll <laughs> <laughs> love that. Hey, Hunters, and welcome to episode 42 of the Coin Hunt Crew, the answer to life, the QB-verse, and everything. I am here tonight with Medverich and W.R. Willem. Uh, I am Rubix, of course, uh, and we're here to talk to you about the last remaining days of Coin Hunt World before we become a podcast about QB-verse. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Tonight? Pretty good. Um, I've actually started doing walking quests again um, for no other reason than to try and finish this AR as quickly as possible to get some of those resources to sell on the auction house before it closes. Yeah, I am in a similar boat. Uh, I think I am on tier 15. So I'm halfway wow. done. This is, I, I think, the fastest I've ever been moving. <laughs> Med, where, where have you gotten to so far? I'm on, well, look, where are you at? Uh, first 12. of all okay so as usual i'm in last i'm on eight <laughs> hey I'm at ha- least you're not like hey, you're a day ahead you're on yeah eight. yeah I'm, I'm still on pace i'm okay last month was a struggle i stayed like two or three days behind all month and towards the end of the month i think i got like four or five days behind and uh, alex was as well we had a couple of days right at the end where we just had to hit as many vaults as we could find for the last couple of days just to make it but we we made it so haven't the missed last, one yet I, I feel like there were last the last few days of the month or this past month were fairly easy on quests. Mm -hmm. I feel like a few people were posting like the, the prayer hands emoji and stuff like super happy that they could guarantee two. And then if they want, if they had to do the third, they like, it took a little more time, but it's still doable. Mm -hmm. That was good to see. And I got to say the, the Leo QB is red keys or forge a red keys. Oh my gosh. I didn't do any. I did do one at the end because I was like, screw it. I had I got like 100 yellow keys. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to forge a red and uh, take it with me into QB verse. I want to take some reds because I think we're going to need them for quest lines for, for events. So I want to have I don't think reds. it'll hurt to have like at least two or three reds. You keep Not, I, bragging about <laughs> hundreds of yellows. <laughs> yeah, 100 yellow. Just slip that in there. I mean, I only got 100 greens if that makes any difference. But some people would still be jealous of that. Yeah. I do have like 3,000 blues, though, so I'm, I'm set. I'm okay. Uh, you're absolutely crushing my cube count right now. I'm, I'm comfortable going into the, the QB-verse, so that's where I've I want to be, though. That was the plan. Yeah, I've been um, similar to what uh, TrashTube said on his stream this past week. Uh, he, he mentioned, like, he wants to go into QB-verse with effectively zero keys. Cause, and I, I can see the logic behind it. Um, if, if we're walking and we're getting blue keys for walking, like the regular 66, plus a bunch of white keys, and we're mostly opening white vaults, those blue keys are going to stack. If you're doing the walking, day after day, those blue keys are going to stack. If you're doing buddy quests, if there are even like two or three different mechanics that you are able to participate in that give you more blue or green or yellow keys, like... If unless you live in a city that has multiple yellow vaults, like Chicago, <laughs> um, 
Like yeah, who knows when we'll get them rebuilt. And, yeah, really. And even like yellow vaults, once they're built, it's once a month, right? So I, I feel like going into the QBverse, unless you're actively keeping specific keys for events, assuming that they'll be used for quest chains, there's no sense in having like tens of thousands of keys. Yeah. And, or I mean, I guess the other way to look at it is if you don't want to do the walking. But that's that's where I'm at. I know I'm not going to do that. I'm only doing like three goals a day as it is. And nothing's going to change just because it's a new game. I'm not, it's not going to make me walk anymore. So I, I want to be prepared. Three goals should be fine to get like ample white keys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's you're, that's a guaranteed 200 white keys a day if you finish yeah. the first three walking quests. Right. Yeah, I just don't want to be struggling for higher tier keys when events come around. You know how quest or uh, event season is. It's just bam, 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 and you got to have a ton of keys ready. So I, I yeah. want to be prepared for that. I definitely want to have at least two reds going in, with like a reason. I guess I I think to myself a reasonable number of yellows, and the reasonable in that is different in QBverse than it would be in Coin Hunt because like I'm using some of them either for vaults or in the auction house. Right. And I mean, having more than, I don't know, 10 yellows, it's, it's not super relevant. I was like, you won't be getting them from buddy quests anymore though, either. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I guess I said that earlier. It, it, they said what? Five greens, right? Five greens. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I'm using some of my keys to buy stuff, but like, I, I'm, it's, it's, so it's not hard to get up on the QB leaderboard. More yellow. I just, <laughs> I'm so fed up with the auction house. I just constantly get outbid. I, all I want right now is the Bitcoin Beach QB. And I've bid on probably 20 of them over the past couple months. And they wow. always just like, they reach a point where I have to go to bed. Yeah, if, if they're so, getting posted by people in El Salvador, it's going to be a weird time zone, or, you know, yeah. weird ending. It should be. Aren't they in like the same time zone as us? I thought they were uh, well, ahead or behind. I mean, it can't be by much. They're almost directly. I mean, they're south of the United States, but I don't, um, I don't know. The Philippines yeah. would be way off of our schedule. But yeah, they, they either go wildly out of my price range, which is like three plus reds. Um, or it's just the end time does not work with my sleep schedule. But um, I have been able to collect a few that I didn't have for the longest time, um, which I feel like I slightly may have overpaid for, but I'm still happy that I got them. Um, the Tiki Chief being the prime thing that I was happy to finally acquire. Um, paid four reds for that, which, depending who you ask, might be cheap, might be a little more expensive. But I think right now they're getting posted for close to five reds mm-hmm. when they are up there. So I was I was reasonably happy with that. Well, I think I think four reds has been the going price for a while for a Tiki Chief. That's that's about what they've been selling for for months. So if you can still get one at that price, that's great because everything else has gone through the roof. Well, so I was the I, only bid. It was put oh, up for thirty nine ninety five, and I bid, I think, within the first hour, and then no one outbid me. Wow. Well, there you go. I, I think you got so, a good deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I still have my, my two reds, but I've, again, I've been trying to get the Bitcoin Beach QB mm. for so long. It, I mean, if it happens, it happens, but. 
that's one I've had my eye on too lately, just because there's been so many posted after their event, and and it's like I I I have a hard time spending that much on a on a QB, you know, more than two to three reds. It's like I have a hard time pulling the trigger on that. But if I really it was want epic, one. I would I wouldn't feel so bad. And well, like, yeah. It's stupid thinking like, oh yeah, is it purple on the screen or red on the screen for rarity? Mm-hmm. But mentally, there's just that that I don't know. I gotta trick myself into just pulling the trigger on it and just go all in. Right. Meanwhile, I got lucky the other day or a week or two ago getting a Fireheart for twelve fifty. Holy Ooh. shit! Uh, and I just sat there. I was the highest bid on it for four or five hours, where I just kept checking it, assuming. Okay, when nobody's bidding, which either means the other person knows exactly when this ends and they're just waiting, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I got lucky and they, you know, either it went too high for them or they're away from their HQ. <laughs> it was yeah. like nerve wracking for hours being like, is somebody going to snipe in at the last second and grab this? Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't know when it's going to end. Then, yeah, that's that's got to be nerve wracking. I mean, that's twelve fifty. That's half price, man. That's great. Yeah. I think the one I'd bought before that was closer to. 2500 yeah yeah i thought they've been going for a 25 to a three red sometimes I, th- I think i've seen them for that high although i'm pretty sure one the other day went for 16 17 wow. so higher than mine but lower than they had been yeah still a deal wonder what's up with that people just holding off on printing them i mean obviously we know with the new recipes it's gonna yeah, be a, I mean, a lot a cheaper cheaper but the heart part doesn't really change still got to have the heart yeah well if anything you think people would want more hearts because since it takes less fire crystals if people have a stash of fi- uh, fire crystals yeah. they're gonna need more hearts to print all those as i'm making a mess over here mm-hmm. sorry making a mess I'm, I'm gonna be right back i'm gonna pause this oh. for a sec. <laughs> okay okay well probably not a good time then to segue into what i was going to segue into <laughs> What the recipes? No, the uh, the backwards message behind. Uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I I plan to post something in Discord about it. It's just near when we're wrapping up because I don't want it to distract him. But it seems like he's distracted himself. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. I'm as soon as he gets back, I'm sure we'll we'll get into talking about the recipe changes because damn, were there a lot of them. <laughs> Um, all of the QBs except one had a change in the recipe. Oh, which one didn't change? The white QB. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the only thing with the same amount of paint and the same amount of resin. Everything else had at least look at it because I don't have the BP for it yet. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I will though take a second to give you a shout out for that oh. awesome oh. Uh, <laughs> presentation you made detailing the old and new recipes. I felt uh, so bad. Like I worked on it for like three days and then I was finishing it up and I saw feed goat post the, uh, the spreadsheet of the, like just the, them side by side. And I'm like, I feel so bad that I'm about to post this and it's definitely going to look to some people like I'm just trying to steal all the credit, but like, I've been working on this for a while. Yeah. I mean, I think you get a pass. You're part, you're part of the wiki team that, put together the info for that as well um well no it was it was basically so to clear this up because i know some people during the live stream were like oh well like how long has the wiki had this information i helped put some of the background like infrastructure in place but i didn't have any numbers or anything like that until it was public to everyone 
full of dumplings, like withheld all the, I guess you could call it pertinent information, um, like things that people could make the claim, oh, they had an advantage in the auction house. All that stuff was left until the last minute, um, until like it was able to be uploaded. But yeah, it was Marlov and I and a couple others put infrastructure, particularly for like the, um, oh, I constantly forget these, the element and the, what's the other thing? Not the affinity, the other thing we actually have info on. Oh, the class, the, uh, the element yeah. and the class. So like we put together information for pages and like we had, we were supplied with images. So we had all that background stuff ready for when a mass upload could happen. And then full of dumplings was like, hey, here's the sheet, here's the info, go. And it was just all put up. So yeah, yeah I mean, we didn't have like full access. It didn't to me that you guys would have had it that far in advance. Yeah. I assumed they were probably still tweaking what the recipes were going to be. Well, even after they went up, I like I was messaging dumplings. It's like, hey, so the Suku recipe doesn't, it's a rare BP, but doesn't have a rare resource. What's up with that? Or um, Veriblock, or there were like three or four that I'm like, hey, based on the pattern, this doesn't make sense. Can you confirm that either it's right or yeah. it's supposed to have something else? So there even, were like, th there were a few that got changed. Enough, like I saw week. people question some of the recipes yeah. seems like have maybe changed. Well, even, I thought I had it up. Hold on. Oh, I do. Uh, was it the skeleton? One of the Halloween ones, I think everyone still questions. Hold on. I'm just scrolling through them here. The skeleton that got doubled on bones. Skeleton. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, bones no, are... well, no, the doubling of bones makes sense with bones being a common resource. And sorry, the disclaimer that Illusion Weaver very specifically asked if we're talking about the stuff that we mentioned. The drop rates have changed. Right. Loot tables are different. Right. Um, for big ticklers, for uh, contest boxes, and what's the third thing? There's three ways to get resources outside of events, and I don't remember what the third one is. Trade but, checks. Uh, I don't know. There, there was a slide in Hunt or Hunter's Lodge 11 that had oh, three different tables on it. The resource boxes in a vault. Probably. Right? Yeah, I assume that there will be different numbers used for the actual event drops. Um, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily have an issue with the 2,000 bones. It's the change from lumps of, or from, oh, sorry, my mouse is blocking it, from chunks of flesh to lumps of coal. Yeah. Now, to be fair with this one and like, I don't know, five or six other specific recipes, they don't make perfect sense. <laughs> Some of them are just oddball recipes, but based on what was available at the time, I think they've done a reasonable job of sort of reallocating what can be used for certain things. I understand there's some frustration by some people about the black cat, um, specifically needing jingle bells and balls of yarn because they're quote unquote Christmas resources. But like, I don't know. It. I think it's kind of cute. I think the fact that you think of cats yeah. and it's like they play with balls of yarn, they have the little bells. I, I like it. Yeah, I think the real question, which I mean, I think I know Ladies of the Hunt mentioned as well, is that like, so will the Halloween event drop those resources now? Right. 
That's that's my question. Now, or, are, are those not Christmas yeah. resources anymore? Now they're just just resources in general. They're going to drop anytime. I guess I think in general we need to get away from specific resources being solely for one event. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if the expansion the heading, sorry, yeah. I feel like that's the direction we've somewhat been heading in at least. Yeah, like, like air crystals going from elemental invasion to Chinese New Year. That like, that's a bit less of a stretch, but Cinnamon everyone everyone was super accepting of that one. Like everyone was like, oh yeah, like it, it's a dragon, it flies, it needs air crystals. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But I think as things start to expand and we we see ideally just like with every month that goes by or every event that goes by, new stuff getting added, I think it's just going to sort of be a oh what what are we using this time. The community figures it out or we get told ahead of time and then it over the years it just becomes a mishmash of certain things were released with this event but are now used with a bunch of things right yeah then they can, can reuse them plan yeah. long term i mean if there is one <laughs> in terms of just like resource bloat because it feels like every event we've had adds more resources so far I think every event we have in the future almost has to add a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if one person hoards the, like, even if they do it unintentionally, if they happen to hoard the right resources and then a quest chain comes along where the expectation is you have to go out and hunt a certain resource and you just have it already, you could yeah. pull a lion locks by accident. And all you have to do <laughs> is like two or three different requirements of like, I don't know, hit a hundred volts and then you get the blueprints like, okay, I can print it like that. I don't mm-hmm. need to hunt for anything. So I think every event I would expect now, some people are going to call me crazy, but logically <laughs> I think every event is going to have to introduce something new. That may not be a new resource. It may be a new mechanic, but I think every event has to introduce something that is a novel concept. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I just wonder, you know, once there starts just being like hundreds and hundreds of resources, <laughs> it just feels like it will get very complicated. Well, I mean, by that point, there's hundreds <laughs> and, and hundreds of QBs, so. Rubix, I mean, are you saying that the game is not complicated right now? Because I feel like there are some people that might disagree with you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, I didn't actually get to participate in uh, the most recent wave of the beta because my friend who I'm borrowing an Android for delivered it to me about an hour and a half before Illusion Weaver shut the beta down. <laughs> I hear you. So well, I'll find out in wave four. <laughs> I was in it, but I didn't do a damn thing other than collect a couple of daily rewards. I didn't get to build anything. I had some stuff come up here at, at home in, in my personal life. And just for those couple of weeks or that week and a half, whatever it was, I, I did not get a chance to get out and do a damn thing in QB verse. I barely got to even open coin hunt world. So I was like, I couldn't wait to get in the beta. I was so psyched. And then I finally got in and I couldn't do anything. I mean, in that last wave, I think there were enough people trying out different things and definitely some people trying out things that illusion weaver specifically said, Hey, that like, we know this is an issue. Don't worry about it. And then people were still like, hey, this is an issue. It's like, right. okay, we, we, we know. <laughs> but yeah, there, there were enough people resist. that I think, I think the, um, 
I don't remember the number, but he gave us a number of bugs that were caught and fixed, and it was it was reasonably substantial. Some were a little more major than others, but a lot of things have been caught, and I mean, I assume that overall it would be it, it will have improved the uh, the experience that we'll all have when it comes out. Not that I expect it to be perfect. It won't. Yeah, you there know there's going to be bugs. bugs. Yeah, of course. Has to. With with lots of complaining and salt in the in the Discord. Yeah. But, I mean, a, a lot of the changes that are upcoming, um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't find too much of a point in complaining. Now, that's not to say there aren't things to complain about. Because I completely understand the perspective, specifically from, like, UK players or anyone who hasn't had or didn't get the chance to cash out. I get that. That, like, I... I can't fully empathize with it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't know. But I mean, in terms of like recipe changes or things like that, I feel like there were enough people that were saying like, you need to standardize how recipes are working. And then they finally did it. And they're like, well, like we didn't want it that way. Right. (laughs) You can't please everyone. So and Illusion Weaver said something like that. Like, we were complaining because all the resources were only used for one specific thing. We had all these tons of resources, nothing to use them on. So they changed that, and now we're pissed because now we got to use all these resources on all these different things. I am very, very thankful that they gave enough time for people to print what they want to print. If they, yeah. if these were the, the changes that they made to recipes, and they made them, like, September 28th or something, <laughs> absolute chaos. Yeah. But or just, I think hey, you find out when you go to the print shop in Cubiverse. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been real bad. But I think the almost full month of being able to deal with it and like a couple full weeks to acquire what you need to from the auction house or sell what you think you want to. I, I think the amount of time that was given was ample. Yeah, for, I agree. For the changes that came. Yeah, I got to say props to him for at least they gave us that, you know, in a, in a, a land of no communication that we've been living in for, for so long. At least they gave us that. I can't even say no communication or lack of communication. It's just been bad communication where you know, we're going to do this and then it doesn't happen or, you know, we're not going to do this and then it ends up happening. That kind of thing is I'm not I'm not going to say they don't communicate because we're, we're grateful to have the devs in our discord every day. But it's just you know you got to get it right when when you're putting that information out there and but yeah they did give us ample time on this i feel like so i'm, I'm happy for that uh wait now the auction house it's when does that actually officially close it's just like in a couple of weeks right um it's like all week the the ut the start of september 16th utc listing will end and then i guess we all oh, sorry yes three days to bid on stuff until the last yes. auction then I'm just really excited to see what the last item available in the auction house is. I, I wouldn't it, be surprised if a bunch of people wait until like the last two, three minutes to yeah. list. But something's going to, you know, one of those something's items going to have like a bidding war and go an hour past. Oh, if, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So like, I want to know, you know, what's that last item going to be? Is it going to be you know, a, an OG blueprint? Is it going to be a bluebee? Is it going to be. I really hope it's a blue QB. Beginner blue. That'd be one so green great. paint. <laughs> one green paint. It Somebody's would be key funny. transfer. <laughs> it would be funny if someone lists something at the last second, 
and like talks to like four or five people and it's like hey so i know this is real stupid but <laughs> would you guys be willing to just like not not bid high but like just bid in increments of five and keep <laughs> this auction going as long as possible <laughs> I wonder how long they would let it go because it, it has to end. Like eight hours overtime. <laughs> I mean, what if it went for like days? I mean, how long could they well, let it go? They would have to pull the plug eventually, right? It would have to be something of like at least reasonable value for people right. to be willing to participate in that. But I think it yeah. would be funny if it could be organized. Absolutely. You, you'd need a bunch of people with keys still, right? Right, yeah, and people that are willing to just do five at a time, like say, yeah. you know, Zach decides to throw up an architect QB or something and start it at 20 keys. If we could get everybody to just do five at a time and not have somebody throw a purple on it immediately, you know, yeah. keep it low to where we can keep it going. Yeah, that's that's the rough thing about listing something like an architect or whatever else is that, I mean, in theory, there'll be a use for a purple key again at some point, but like... Who wants to go into the QB verse with three purple keys and nothing right. small? Like, right. yeah, I was talking, I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to someone earlier about like there, there was the architect that was in the auction house listed for a hundred thousand. Right. <laughs> was it it's like, why <laughs> are there people with stacks that big? There's no way. I like, I know I of a couple, two or three people that have around five purples, but not, not 10 and that's, that's where this conversation went i had said you should put it up if you're going to put it up for like a stupid starting price that is also realistic i would think that forty four thousand four hundred and thirty eight, <laughs> which which when one person bids five above that the return on that is three purples nine red nine yellow nine green nine blue that's oh. why that's such a specific number <laughs> but like, I don't even remember what those architects went for previously, but I still think sure that would be like, purple. that's a, most people would not call that a reasonable price, but I think that is reasonable enough that someone might be crazy enough to bid that while not being impossible. I think a hundred thousand was just a flex. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. Was that for a list and item day on the AR or something? Quite so, possibly. There was also like. I mean, obviously, he bought it at some point for mm -hmm. less than that. <laughs> there was also one chromatic paint. There was a couple other things that were also listed for 100000 People still do the crazy stuff for uh, list and item day. At least one chromatic paint, it's definitely just list and item day. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to sell it for some reason. I just don't understand wasting the green key. Why not just sell something, you know, list something that you'd be willing to part with. I mean, surely you got a duplicate common QB or something. I, I, I listed a new year's Eve 2022 QB and didn't get a bid until the last hour. Oh, wow. I was hey, really happy when I got it. Yeah. At least it sold. Oh, I yeah. listed, I listed two of those because I saw that like 14 other people had listed one. <laughs> That's and not it, a bad way to do it. And it sold for about 40 keys. Yes. Nice. It was like not great, but it sold. Got rid of a couple <laughs> of them already, so it wasn't even. You know, that's a, a recipe that's going to get cheaper, because um, I think it doesn't require red paint anymore in QB verse. Um, but it'll be interesting to see the the difference in paint values when things are selling in QB coins. Because like, so I'm pretty sure Illusion Weaver said all the colors drop. Um, at the same rate. I could be misremembering that, 
but I I could have sworn that came up at some point. I hope so because I feel like now it's it's heavily on blue. I get blue just all the time, all day. I have three times as much blue as I do any other color. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm misremembering it though because that kind of sounds too good to be true. So speaking um, they, of the the new recipes, yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say let's get back on the topic of actual new recipes. We're we're rambling here. It seems like the all event QBs, almost all event QBs, have increased in in uh, printing resources. Other than the elemental QBs, I've noticed all of those have gone down in crystals. But every other event, it seems like all the QBs have gone up. So I don't know if I'd say they've gone up. They all rearranged like what they require a lot of like i mean i i think this is before either of you but like you know like the chill qb requires way less hibiscus now but requires plumeria which it didn't used to so at the moment or well when qb verse launches that'll be a lot easier to print because nobody's been using plumeria for anything right eventually that will presumably even out um isn't that what Yotingo was buying up when he was yeah, around? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to come back and and uh, I don't. Turn I, don't in on that. I mean, I don't know if he had the blueprint, but he was investing, and now I mean, it, it paid off if if he came back. Um, but yeah, there's some others too that I feel like they just kind of shuffled around. Like it used to require three thousand of something, now it requires two thousand of one thing and a thousand of another thing. That's where uh, the seal is one that I still haven't printed yet. I, I could have for the longest time and just never have for whatever reason. I've just been holding it, and uh, it's going to be cheaper. So I'm going to wait till QB Burst to print that because it's. I think it's like ha half the Ethereum yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Almost everything went up in resin, but I have yeah. like a short list of things that went down overall. If you ignore the resin cost, um, and the, I'm very very happy to see the seal on that list. Yeah. Um, but in general, um, if I just rhyme these off for a second, all the cats, well, not all, sorry, all of the randomizer cats, um, the seal, pirate, shark, the regular tiki's, the elementals, pizza, ice, New York, or New York, geez, New Year's Eve 2022, the QB, summer, almost all the construction QBs, I believe, Willie Susie construction foreman, um, the Ethereum, the Bitcoin, and all of the country QBs. In terms of resources, not resin, all got cheaper. Mm -hmm. Some fairly substantially. But um, most of those are, are shop drops and not event QBs specifically, right? For the most part, I would say 90% of them. Yeah, a lot of them are shop drops. Yeah. Well, and then and some. I don't oh. think any of them oh. except the shark and the pirate are epic. Right. Like I am happy to see the shark in the pirate. Yeah. Obviously, both an event and a shop drop. Or well, Sorry? Sort of. What was? The cat? I said tiki's and cats, but I guess those weren't exactly... I mean, the black cat is event-based, but yeah. the rest of them were... They were, like, drop. associated with events. I guess they yeah. weren't yeah. event QBs. They <laughs> were obtained mostly from the shop, and then you got a few through the event. And yeah. they, yeah, you're right. They were sort of associated with a specific event, but um, in general, I think they, they're sort of considered shop drops. So that's why I feel like when you compare just event QBs, they've for the most part gone up or, you know, even if they've rearranged something, maybe they took 
one of the resources down, but they threw in some other resources. I feel like overall they've they've gone up on on printing costs, even though there are some like the elementals, they're all cheaper. Like you said, the the chill QB is cheaper, I, but you know there's a few, but I feel like most of them have gone up. I think chill is just different, right? It's not necessarily more or less expensive. Yeah, I was gonna say I think ugly sweater feels like it got easier, didn't it? Oh, I didn't even look at that one. So yeah, you might be right. I'm not a fan of the ugly sweater. <laughs> not a fan um, of the ugly sweater cubies. Ugly sweater depends on how often Jingle Bells drop in the next event that drops them. Yeah, okay. Because they so, have yeah. been getting feels more and more scarce. Minute, yeah. I, I check every now and then I'll check the, the auction house for them. And it seems as though Jingle Bells, I mean, either five or six different people have listed them or they aren't available at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they get expensive. And now you got even more cubies that need them. Like the black cat is going to need them. So that's why, you know, I like, yeah, Lucian Weaver said we got to wait and look at the loot tables and, and see how many resources are, are dropping for us. And maybe we won't complain so much, but as of right now on the outside looking in, it looks like it sucks in my opinion. Some of them. Yeah. So some of the common resources that are used with like a whole bunch of different cubies Jingle Bells being a, the perfect example. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, it, we, hey, we could go into the Christmas event and they're just as common as key cards were with QBR. Right, yeah. And it could like, be raining bells everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. And like, we'll be complaining if we got too many bells. <laughs> yeah, eight out of ten volts could drop them and it's like, hey, yeah. we've got too many bells. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, that's what he did with Cinnamon Six, right? It's like, right. hey, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. And then it's just like, here are all of the Cinnamon Sticks. <laughs> Although I am still waiting for candy canes to have an alternative use. <laughs> How many yeah. thousands of candy canes do you have, Rubix? Like seven. Holy <laughs> shit. I got I got five hundred more in the last uh Hunter's Lodge Same. box. Same. Like enough that if we follow past years, I won't need any for Christmas. I probably already have enough for the quest line. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be an, a really interesting one to see. Um comparing like I don't know if it's just going to be a, if you're an experienced player or you've been playing long enough, hey, that's your advantage. You can get through Christmas without worrying about candy canes. Because that's what it kind of felt like last year. Not for the entire quest chain, but the candy canes specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I started last year with more than enough candy canes, which is why I have even more going into this year. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how a new player is able to, or if they're able to cope with that. I guess I can sell them. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of new players, um, I had I told you guys I had something that I wanted to talk about that I did not give you any heads up for. But I want to bring back the sort of something along the lines of how are new players going to cope with starting their play in a city that does not already have an existing infrastructure? And by that, I'm specifically referring to green user vaults. Because, I mean, if you're in and around Toronto, you're set. <laughs> There's just so many there. Yeah, just a little. Alolan Raichu went bananas. What is it, 133 or something? 130-something. Right? At least that many. That's insane. So he's crazy. Toronto's set. <laughs> Toronto and the surrounding area are set. But yeah. there, and I've, I've done a little bit of research on this because I'm currently job hunting and have an interview set up for next week in a city that currently has zero green user vaults three green vaults that are mapped it may have more 
but like there's only three on the map. But if I were a new player after the conversion to Cubiverse and I see or I start playing and I get slightly involved and then an event comes up and it's like, hey, here's this mechanic that relies on green vaults. Mm -hmm. The city that I'm looking at has over 75,000 people and it wouldn't have a single green UV. I don't like. I don't think they can do that. They're not going to be able to make events rely solely on green vaults, like with uh, what the World Cup event. We had to hit green vaults for the soccer balls. You're not. They're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Because just, there's going to be a ton of players that aren't going to be able to do it. But I don't know. It's it's just tricky for me to wrap my mind around something that I'll admit. Like I like what they've done with the purchasing of green user vaults. Like having the fact that you can get the key kick back, the, the yeah. community involvement, the scarcity, and that only a certain amount has been released. I, I, I like the intention of it, but if this is a game whose ambition is to eventually be millions or hundreds of millions of users, it feels like any city that does not have a pre-existing green user vault, the ability for people to pick that game up in that city is just going to be so stifled. And, like, I'm not saying it can't be built out. I'm not saying one or two people couldn't move there and, like, start building stuff. But the ability to get involved with the community who is leagues ahead in other areas, mm -hmm. it, it feels like everything's going to be so stifled that the desire for people to get as involved as some of us have is going to be very limited. And I, I worry that deleting the green user, or sorry, the green vaults ha that have not been claimed is going to stifle that progress. Well, people can build their own green vaults, right? Eventually, you can level up your white to a blue, and then level up your blue to a green. Isn't that the idea? Eventually, hopefully. Yeah. But well, again, also, but think about how long that would take for a new player. Oh like, yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of QB coins. We have crystal keys. We've you know won in contests. We have you know other. We have stuff we can sell in the auction house. Like if you're new and you've got to level up your HQ and you've got to level up your account and you've got to do all this other stuff. Like, I mean, again, it's tough for me to say because I wasn't involved in the beta really yet. But like, I mean, I, I have to imagine it would be like six months to a year until you'd even be able to build something up that high because you don't have one of each construction QB to staff the structure with to speed it up. Like you don't even have access to the auction house to buy those QBs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and I mean, I'm not saying don't get rid of some green, uh, green vaults. I'm just, I feel like I, I want to put the idea out there to not get rid of all of them. Yeah. I feel like oh. any sort of city center that has a decent population, but there's no one playing there, leave at least one green vault. Yep. I agree. I mean, just balance-wise, too, it's like now you've basically got Toronto with 140 green vaults, L.A. with probably 20 or 30, and then basically everywhere else in the country has, like, five or less. I mean, perspective-wise, the, the stuff in Toronto, um, I'm pretty sure, like, Raichu, he posted a list of all, all of his vaults. Yeah. They're pretty spread out. Yeah. But, like, a lot of them are... If you want to hunt an event really hardcore, you could probably hit upwards of 50 of them in a day. There's no way you could hit all of his vaults in a day. Yeah, I mean, I have to assume distribution-wise it's not crazily different than Chicago is in that, like, 
Yeah, I could hit a ton of greens if I wanted to, but it would take hours. Yeah, I mean, it would be e- well easy within you know relative terms for me to hit a dozen greens if I was driving around. If I wanted to hit fifty, I mean, that's half of my day or more. Like it's right. not, yeah. you know, yeah. so here, and that's. That's yeah. what I did during the Halloween event last year when it came down to, I, I forget what resource it was. It was only dropping from green, maybe the, the flesh. I forget which one it was, but uh, you had to hit greens for it. So the last part of uh, the day, we just spent hours hitting every green in our city. I didn't hit any other vaults. Just We just drove from green to green to green because they were mapped. And uh, yeah, we hit, I think, like 30-something, maybe close to 50, but we spent hours doing it. And that was the only way I could finish the event. I had to drive the whole city and hit every green we had. That's a good example of what I had said earlier, where like if they if they don't if it's a mechanic, it's one thing. But if it's an event that you want people to participate in, if getting a rare resource, which if there's three tiers to a quest chain, like the common part, the rare part, the epic part, if you're locked out of the second half or the second third, the middle part of a quest chain because you don't have access to a green vault, like I don't know that. It just sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, now here in St. Louis, I mean, we're a major city and in Kibbeverse, they get rid of all the greens. The only green vault we're going to have is the one that I bought. We're going to have one green vault in the whole city of St. Louis. And to me, that's just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I'm thankful for it that we're going to at least have one and everybody's going to be hitting my green vault, but just only have one in a major city like that. It's, that seems crazy to me, especially if they're needed for events. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's possible some aren't mapped as well, but it's like just looking around the, map for green user vaults that are on there it's like there's you know there's zero green vaults in phoenix arizona there's yeah, none in salt yeah. lake city there's none like these are there's a know, whole bunch of major cities where yeah going back to my previous point it, like it's gonna stifle progress of the game if right. people can't access certain parts and i i get it i get that it's a geolocation game but if you have major city centers that are hundreds of thousands of people, the amount of time that it's going to take for them to even just access a green vault, I don't know if it's just uh, bias or privilege of having being able to play for as long as we have, but it just it feels like green vaults should be accessible. Well, I and can I mean, see... hey, if you if you want to add something specific for green user vaults versus green vaults. I get that. There, there was an incentive to buy them, and you're adding on to that. That's cool. But if you're going to add something specifically in events that has to do with green vaults, there are plenty of examples that people could dig into about where there's like hundreds of thousands of people where they would want to market, they would be able to market, and people would open it up, and they might get involved, and they'd hit a point where it's just like, okay, well, where are the green vaults? And do we know, have I missed, like, are we just assuming based on the fact that there has been a specific use for green vaults in past events that there will be again? I mean, because I mean, yeah. when they've talked about, like, quests from green vaults, which I'm assuming is six months or a year down the road. At least. <laughs> um, I always assumed it was kind of like a standalone mini something or other not like a required thing to complete the halloween event yeah no the the special quests from greens i've i've always been under the assumption that it's just hey it's spawned it's an extra little bonus mini game or something that i get to do it's a fun little side event or side quest 
side side challenge, but I don't think. But yeah, I don't think you can. I could do be the, wrong, but I don't think there's any mention of them specifically yeah, being like, used. Yeah, I don't think you can events. do this World Cup event the way it was done. Right. Where balls only come from green vaults. Yeah, they can't. They can't be do that. because then you just have half or more of the player base that literally just can't participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it would have been interesting to have Harris here for this, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, um, even even she's got a, a green user vault at least. <laughs> yeah. So on the on the on the flip side of that, I can I can kind of see where, you know, the devs might say, well, you know what, uh, Raichu paid in what what is it like thirteen grand or something for a hundred <laughs> for one hundred thirty three user vaults? Yeah, I mean he he deserves a little advantage in the game, I would say, you know, but that that turns into a pay to win situation just because he paid a bunch of money, he gets this big advantage. I mean, I'm not sure I made thirteen grand the first year. I <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's not yeah. even so much the the pay to win part that concerns me. It's just if they want the game to grow to millions of people, I think having like even if they did it based on population, one green vault for every 50, 75, maybe even 100,000 people for major city centers. Uh would you say really Rubik's like something in Atlanta? What what city was it that you oh, used? Phoenix, Phoenix, oh, Arizona. Phoenix, sorry, Arizona. Um, yeah, Phoenix. I can't imagine that down the road they're not going to want to market there at some mm-hmm. point. If you're using major cities. Yeah, I mean, especially like the well, the Phoenix area has three yellow vaults. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, they're not all technically in Phoenix, but they're all in the metropolitan area. Um, and they all got filled and built at some point. So like they're at least at one point there were people playing there <laughs> or people doing leaderboard runs and take a yeah, road or trip. People well, who traveled yeah. many hundreds of miles just to get the leaderboard points for it. Yeah. I mean, there's also user vaults there. Cause I like, I've hit those vaults cause I was in Arizona last year, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it is interesting like it's interesting that there will be areas that have yellow vaults but no green vaults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, those yellow vaults are going to become cranes, so they're not going to have those anymore either. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, they can fill them back up. I'm gonna have to convince some Wisconsin hunters to come visit Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of mine isn't even is like barely accessible because they're redoing the plaza around the bean. Oh no. So it's all fenced off, and like you literally. The last time I went to it, you literally have to stand like against the chain link fence <laughs> oh, God. to like get it to register. And then there's like a security guard at the park watching me like with my hand like against the fence, <laughs> to take a picture of my thumb. And I'm sure he's like, "What in the world is this weirdo doing?" <laughs> hey, referral opportunity, right? Yeah. If they approach you and they start asking questions. Look, Not man, if you join now, you get this silver OG blueprint. <laughs> You're going to want this. Anyway, that was my my rant for the week. Because just it, I got thinking because I might move to a city in that situation. And I mean, hey, if, if I have to start from scratch, it might be fun. It might be interesting and like cool to just explore a new city and find all this new stuff and map it all out. 
but if I don't have access to green vaults, it's, I don't know. The, the fact that I have one where I live now and I'm not able to move it, I'm just going to be sad. Yeah. yeah. I'm also, well, you mentioned I'm the it. only one who hits it too. Like, <laughs> it's not like I'd be taking it away from anyone else. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm definitely the only one who hits mine because it's like, it's in the middle of a park. <laughs> um, so even the other local hunters who do hunt aren't close enough to me. Like they're not driving over here, parking and then walking into the park to hit it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if it's part of an event, they would, but. But at least I can see it from my house. So if it ever gets boosted into a red. Oh, that's, that's. <laughs> I'll know cool. immediately. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. What are the chances that that's ever going to happen? I mean, of all the, the, the green vaults we have, what do we got? Like 300 green user vaults now here in the U.S.? Isn't it 500? I thought they only sold, they sold 100 each time, right? Three times? I thought it was five times. Well, was the it? one time was, was at least four. two batches of 50. Yeah. I don't, I'm lost with how many there are. I'm but, sure I mean, we can find it. There's, there's enough that, I mean, what are the odds that, you know, one boosted vault a week, like what are the odds it's going to be in your backyard, you know, like. Yeah. Well, and they I, did say, though, that there's some mechanic built into it so that, like, if it spawns in LA, the next one doesn't also spawn on a vault in LA. Yeah, so like, yeah. it sounds like it'll be forced to at least like, it won't just spawn in one of the Toronto vaults every single week. <laughs> <laughs> that gives the rest of, of Canada a good chance then. Yeah, that's true. If it's, if it's spread out by um, geographic location and it won't spawn within a certain radius, if it happens in Toronto once, it ain't happening there for a while. Right. Um, the last post I can find about claimed vaults shows the states at 400 and okay. Canada at 398. And we, the Canadians got the the message recently that they were sold out. So that would yeah. make sense. It was 400 each. But I think you're right that it was five batches because they split the one batch into two. Okay. That's yeah, what I was thinking of. 50. So um, I was going to say, though, when you mentioned the, your potential to move and your green vault and everything, that I'm still confused by the decision that you just lose everything if you move. Well, and I understand the want <laughs> like, to create a system where you auction stuff off. Yes, but I understand. That, that, that's not going to be ready for. Right. Uh, yeah. I hesitate I to say months, like, probably years. If I build a bunch of stuff here and then there's a bunch of other hunters here and they all use my structures regularly for stuff, I understand that they don't want a system where like I move to a different city. I just destroy all my buildings and leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just I don't a see big anything wrong with that though. And then it's up to them to build their own stuff. To just I basically mean, like, oh, you got a job in a different city? Well, I guess you're just out the $300 you spent on structures i see i see no problem with being able to take your stuff and, and then the people that were hitting it they, they need to build their own stuff you know they quit mooching off of you i mean that should give them incentive to play the game i don't know I, if mooching like the mooching goes both sort of goes both ways right like because the person who built the stuff is getting the benefit of you're getting a, you're getting a little kickback back. yeah yeah but Depends i mean the structure it's, i guess uh, compared to 
if you move, you just you're out all of that. I think that's bullshit. You know, I think you should be able to take it with you. I mean, how does it work in other geolocation? And, you know, like Pokemon Go, I've never played that game, but I, I guess that's the next biggest geolocation game out there. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> yep, the, ne- the, next the next biggest. Big after Coin Hunt World, right? <laughs> the next yeah, biggest. That's right. Uh, but I don't know. They don't build stuff in that game, right? But if you move to another city, I mean, you just have to work with what's in that city. It's not like you can take, you know, if you're in a big city and you got all these hot spots, you can't take all that shit with you to your I new city. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a you build stuff. I think you submit locations to be approved for gyms or Pokestops. Um, but I don't think there's any sort of financial transaction for that to happen. I think you just you your account level is such that you've played long enough. They have trust in you. You are able to submit. I don't know the details of this. I just right. I looked it up at one point because I was wondering, oh, is Coin Hunt World going to do something similar to this? Um, so I'm going off very little research on this. but. I'm pretty sure it's just you submit a location, you give them a picture similar to how we do or we used to for user vaults. And it's like, hey, this, I don't know, you type in, this is a park. This is the name of the park. Um, these are the features of it, like tennis courts or basketball courts or whatever. Um, and then they either approve or deny based on relevancy or if it's actually on a map. So you're but still sort of building your sure area, but you're not putting money into it. Blue what it is. Yeah. You're sort of marking territory. Right, right. But you're not putting any money into it. That's where we get not screwed that I'm aware of this. That's where we yeah. get screwed is, is the monetary, the financial part of it. Yeah. And, like, there's plenty of other games, obviously, that you buy stuff in. But it's like you're usually buying an in-game item for your character. Or right, like yeah, yeah. Well, that's on, on like, like, console where, yeah, games or I mobile games or whatever. City, I don't lose the... <laughs> lose the armor I bought for my character. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's the difference between I don't I don't know what you call a non-geolocation game, a stationary game or whatever, but the difference between a regular game and a geolocation game, that's that's I think that's the difference there. In a regular game, anything you you pay for in game, you're going to keep no matter where you're playing it in the world or where you go and where you live, but with a geolocation game, I think it's I guess it's a little different. That's that's where it gets into a touchy touchy thing. But yeah, you shouldn't shouldn't be out hundreds of dollars. I mean, what if Raichu moves? He's out thirteen grand because you know he can't live where he's at anymore. I mean, that's I mean, insane. He, lives, he feels like he lives everywhere at this point. Well, yeah. But I I will say if I end up moving, um, it will probably delay me doing any sort of building for the first month or so. Because, I mean, I won't even know the area. I won't know what the best spots are. I'll probably be mapping for the first while and walking around just sort of discovering what is in my area. Well, I tell you, in terms of moving, if I was looking for a place, whether it was a job or a new place to live or whatever, I mean, as far as structures or green vaults or whatever, I mean, that's right up there with me with, you know, low crime rate, uh, no crime rate, good schools. Got to have some green vaults. It's, it's on the list. <laughs> it was funny when I like when I had the original call to sort of do pre-screen for an interview. Um, as soon as it it felt like it went well, I'm like, okay, got to look this up on the community map. Yeah. Is, yeah. is there any sort of community in this city? Like, what what am I looking at here? Yep. Are there any UVs? Are they on Discord? <laughs> yeah. I definitely thought when you said... If I'm looking for a place to live, I thought you were going to mention Harris's city. <laughs> I thought you were Why? just going to be like, hey, there, like, there's stuff here. There's people playing. There's a green vault. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
it's already tagging stuff on open street maps for you for Cubiverse. Yeah, I definitely 100% thought you were going to go into Harris's city and no. just drive it. No, that'd be the last place I would look if it was, you know, Oof. Spark playing the game. Sorry, sorry, Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I know how hard she has it there. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't want to get into that. I got to, like, experience, like, sort of what that's like when I was in Montana, like, a month ago, in that there's clearly someone near where I was staying that plays or played, um, probably played, because I didn't really notice them on the leaderboard much. Um, but it was like I would encounter their user vaults, and because everything is so spread out, it's like one of their user vaults is at, like, a gas station, and then the next user vault is four miles down the road at like a restaurant. Hmm. And then I countered another one of their user vaults, like in the town, like 15 miles down the road. And it's like, <laughs> I'm sure because where are they going to put them? They can't just take a picture of an empty field and put yeah. a picture vault. <laughs> right. Like they had to just like find whatever businesses existed. <laughs> um, and so it's just interesting because, you know, I'm so used to like, oh, I just go out, I do my loop around the park, I hit my user vaults, whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this, there's no way this person could hit more than like two of their user vaults while walking. Like they'd have to drive to them all. Oh, yeah. Rubik's, I love that you got top five in Montana for August. Yeah, the uh, Vigsback told me I would finish fourth or fifth. <laughs> there's only 27 people on the leaderboard. Yeah. And how long were you there? Uh, I mean, I was there like five days, but like I barely was hunting. I mean, like I was out of reception other than when I was at my like hotel or a lot of it. So like there were no, you know, I think the one day I went like into like a town nearby, I maybe got five walking quests. The other days I probably got one or two, if that I was doing a ton of hiking but like there's no cell reception in glacier national park so like i'd hike 12 miles and get zero walking quests that sucks that hurts just to think about it like i wasn't expecting to be able to get them yeah yeah you knew what you were getting into but yeah anywhere i go now if i know i'm gonna be walking a decent distance i've got the game open i'm getting those steps i'm not doing it for free Though weirdly, like, there were, like, three green vaults between, like, where I was staying and the park. <laughs> so I'd hit, like, a green few user green vaults. vaults? Huh? Green user vaults? No, just, just standard. Oh, okay. Vaults. Um, if, if there's green user vaults in Montana, I would guess. I'm trying to remember where. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where Vigsback and the other people there actually live. I was going to say, it has to be Vigsback if, if it's in the entire state right he's one of the very few that would actually be involved enough to do that there's 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 no green user vaults in montana okay or at least none mapped mapped. yeah i would be surprised if there was any at all honestly well med were there any other recipes you wanted to touch on specifically um not specifically just just the recipes in general just because it was just kind of a shock to the system to see all that which again will i want to say you did a hell of a job on putting that together for us that that whole uh, index there um saved us a ton of work uh, i know all that stuff's going to be on the wiki and everything but i mean you've got it there nice and, and confined in one little document and it, it looks beautiful i mean you did a, a hell of a job man thank you thank you for that 
Thank you. I uh, I was pretty proud of it. Just uh, like even the color coding of common rare epic. Mm -hmm. Just I created a template and then just went to town on screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. I was like halfway through when I was like, oh, they're color coded by what? <laughs> by the <laughs> yeah. rare. It's so like there's I mean anyone who ha if you, if you're still sticking around in this podcast <laughs> an hour in, um, there's a legend at the beginning with like which order the events are in and then within each event it's just all the commons the rares and the epics in that order in the order they were were released so minor details but i just figured like what as you're scrolling through it it's not super obvious but if you pay attention it is just the fact just that you had you know you got the old recipe you got the new recipe and then the difference i mean you made it so easy for us to just glance at and know exactly what we're working with in all this confusion of recipes so really appreciate that thank you and no problem yeah. it was it was kind of fun to work on something that i figured people would benefit from yeah. I think that goes right along with uh, like Anakur's map and Lepi's QB decks. I mean, well, you got, you <laughs> let's got not put book. this up there with the map. <laughs> I, well, I mean, the recipe book, man. I mean, it's it's. I think it's huge. I think it's awesome. Well, it, it, I mean, okay, it'll be relevant for like the next month. But well, after that, I think the map and the QB decks and all of those other tools will be a bit more. Uh, relevant yeah i mean once once the old recipes don't matter anymore you know in the new game but still i mean it's it's good to have even just to have it all together right there you know just for new recipes if i want to know what i gotta need to print this or that i can just go to that and it's all right there so yeah, I love people would go anything. back to it to you know relive the memories of their days <laughs> of printing some qb for cheap yeah for not needing chromatic paint to print a leprechaun. <laughs> it's going to hurt, isn't it? <laughs> yes and no. I mean, there it will at some point when leprechauns start selling well again, but like... You have a leprechaun, like, don't you? It's not like anyone's making a whole bunch of keys off of selling leprechauns. Not Did anymore. You, you've got... Will, do you have the leprechaun? No. Okay, yeah, I, I never got that one either. So. I wasn't around, and then... I think I bid on like two different blueprints before they went crazy. Mm -hmm. Like there, even recently there's been a couple blueprints. There was a Susie blueprint up a couple days back and I bid on it before it hit two reds and it's, I'm pretty sure it ended up going over purple. Holy but shit. I saw it at, I think 1400 with one clock and I'm like, why is this so low? Mm -hmm. So I had to bid. Everyone it. was waiting for it to hit one clock to put. Yeah. Bids. Yeah. That's how a lot of the things that I, I find myself like I'll see it at one clock and I'll bid on it and then immediately get out bid. It's like, Oh, this must have just hit one clock. Yeah. It's like uh, the, were they yours? Whatever, whatever those, those crystals I bid on the other day. Cause they were cheap. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, I'll toss 110 on these crystals. This is way too cheap. And then, like, I came back, like, a few hours later, and they were at, like, 600. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a little lower than that, but it definitely okay. it, it, it triggered a, a bidding war between, like, three other people. And I was very thankful for that. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I was just bidding on these because they seem cheap. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going all in on these crystals. Is that the ones that I, I outbid you on and didn't realize? Uh, I think it was, it was the a, other one. I had I had fire, earth, and water up. I know it was some of your crystals, and you didn't even know that me and Will were, or me and Rubik's were bidding against each other, and we didn't know yeah. either until we got 
and then you were like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have said something earlier. <laughs> right. But it was it fun. It is. Well, I tell you what, guys, I'm going to do a uh, a little birthday shot here. I don't know if you've seen my little my little note up here where it says my B-Day today is my my birthday. And uh, Alex, Alex hacked the system and put that in there for me so that everybody would know <laughs> it's my birthday. So I, I came prepared. I know you see me nursing this this beer here, but I also brought a little a little shot with me. So I'm going to do that before we, we end it here. So I so want to say cheers, everybody. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Got my my got my water there. So my sip of water. <laughs> and I got to show off one thing um, that she got me. This was for. Hang on. Got to wash that down. This was for. She got me a. It was a birthday slash anniversary gift because our anniversary is next month. So she just splurged, went all out. And uh, got me a couple of awesome things and kind of tied them together, one for my birthday, one for my anniversary, and just gave it all to me at once. And uh, the coolest thing that I've probably ever gotten, she's been working on this for a long time. She had this commission from uh, Mikiki Tiki. I don't know how well you can see this. Yeah, it is a (laughs) real deal, handmade Tiki from the one and only Mikiki Tiki. That is also way bigger than the other ones I've seen that he's made, I feel like. Well, I've seen rainstorms in person, and it's about the same size. I don't know. Maybe it's just my camera angle or something, or because I'm holding it so close. But trying to get it to where you can actually see it on here, because I guess he may have have just brought the smaller ones to Vegas because of, like, suitcase space also. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she uh, basically designed this. He had a bunch of them, like, made up uh, with different designs and stuff. And she kind of went through and picked out the different parts of each one that she liked. And he basically custom made it based off of all the different features that she wanted to put on it. So he, this was totally custom made just for me. And I, I can't tell you how badass this thing is, man. I mean, this is so cool. And just the fact that it was handmade by a, a real Hawaiian in Hawaii, it doesn't get any more authentic than that. Um, worth every penny. I would just want to say thank you so much, Makiki Tiki. If you're watching or listening, I hope, hope you are. Um, just want to say thank you. This is fucking awesome. And I'm going to cherish this. I'm so proud to have one of these. I've been I've been talking about it for the longest time, and I I couldn't believe she did it when I was I was not expecting that. I was like, you you didn't. I could not believe it, but so happy she did. This thing is awesome. It looks amazing, man. So if anybody's looking for one, reach out to Makiki Tiki on on Discord and uh, get yourself one. He's got some he's got some ready to go for you. So yeah, I, I love that. That's that's going. I, I got to get a shelf going behind me so I can get rid of this stupid green screen and just have all my my coin hunt <laughs> stuff up. So I'm working on that, but that's all I've got. Uh, other than that, I'm going to tell everybody to, uh, well, this is recorded. I was going to say tune into Riders Bar and Chill tomorrow because I'm going to be on there having some fun, but um, it'll probably be over by the time this gets out if Kata gets it out. So Yeah, we'll see what turnaround time is on it. You didn't mention the bottom of it. Oh, shit. Alex is spying on me. She just came in and told me I got to. I gotta, I gotta mention the bottom. He he oh, actually engraved this. Oh, there is an engraving. Sick. Yeah. So right up here, it's it's got Halix Tink, and underneath it's got Medbridge, and then in the middle it's got Makiki Tiki and twenty three. The tribute cool. to Mike Gordon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It definitely wasn't because it was made in, in twenty twenty three. It's it's for Michael Jordan for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he engraved it for us. Got my name on there, her name, and that's. It's, this is just so awesome. Love it. 
love it so much. So, uh, yeah, again, thank you, Makiki Tiki. And uh, if anybody's interested in one of those for yourself, reach out to Makiki Tiki on Discord and uh, he will hook you up. So that's about all I've got, guys. I know we're well over an hour here. Uh, any, that's OK. Else? It's your yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Hey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm upset. I've, I haven't gotten a single Discord message today on all these people that were my supposed friends. Nobody's told me happy birthday on Discord. What the hell, guys? Come on now. I would like to, for the record, say that it is where I am at 10.53, and there is a message in Hunter's Hangout three minutes ago regarding this exact thing. So, <laughs> What, my birthday? Yes. Oh, okay. Is it from Holix? No, it's from me. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And I got to point out that Rubik's did tell me happy birthday earlier in our, our private chat. So, If it makes you feel better... I gave my birthday on an episode of Zach and Beats back in the day, mm -hmm. and nobody remembered this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, a, just a, eleven months or so after I revealed it. <laughs> right. Nobody set a calendar reminder. <laughs> yeah, birthday, birthdays. I, I feels like either like immense deal is made about it by everyone, or it just sort of. Yeah, it's your birthday. Yeah, and you know, I I don't care. It's just another day to me. I'm I'm 41. You know, last year was the big 4-0. That was kind of cool. I made it to 40. But this year I'm 41. It's like, who cares? You know, it's just another day. <laughs> just another day. But yeah, it, it is my birthday. So I'm gonna finish celebrating. All right. Well, we will wrap up there. And uh, if anyone has any opinions about the things that we've been talking about, please feel free to. I don't want to speak for everyone, but feel free to tag me because I'm curious to hear other people's thoughts on the things that we discuss, especially the green Thanks. vaults. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm all, my DMS are always open to anybody who wants to DM or, uh, you know, if you want to drop a comment on our YouTube or our Twitter or whatever, um, or if you just want to DM us personally, yeah, our, our DMS are open. But yeah. Otherwise, um, have a great day, everyone. This is how we crew it. There it is. <laughs>